Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, listeners, and welcome once again to Underwood and Flinch After Hours. Uh, this is episode two, and in it, my wife Paulian and I will be talking about Underwood and Flinch season three, episode two, which is nice. Uh, so, hello, Paulian, how are you? Hello, uh, I'm fine, thanks, Mike. How are you keeping? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, yes. And uh, may I just quickly wish you a very happy anniversary? Oh, thank you, Mike, and a very happy anniversary to you as well. <laughs> thank uh, you very much. Um, it's our 20th anniversary, it's our twen- isn't it? 20th yeah. anniversary. 20 long, glorious years. <laughs> Grueling years. <laughs> well, it begins with G anyway. I just thought I'd use glorious. But, yeah, uh, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. so it's flown by in a blink of an eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we shall uh, no doubt have a glass of champers later on. Um, Absolutely, uh, yeah. Purchased from the cash and carry. <laughs> No knock, expense spares. Knock off Japanese <laughs> champagne. Um, yeah. Now, I must say, uh, as a warning, if you haven't listened to Underwood and Flinch, Season 3, Episode 2, then stop listening to this, because this is going to contain lots and lots of spoilers, because, of course, we're talking about that episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, then don't listen to this one. Um, it's strictly for people who are in the know. Okay, um, right. So, uh, Pauline, this is the episode where it's actually uh, the first chapter, I should say, of the novel Underwood and Flinch Underground. Uh, But this is the episode where David goes back to England uh, to because, you know, his girlfriend Lisa has uh, been in touch with him and she's clearly in peril and stuff happens. uh, And we'll talk about that stuff now. Okay, so, Pauline. Yeah, well, I re-listened to this episode for the first time for quite a while, actually, because the last time I listened to this was to help you do the audio match, where I wanted to make sure, or you wanted, we wanted to make sure that the text matched the audio. So when I was listening to it then, you don't listen to it for sort of pleasure. So this time I was listening to it as, you know, for entertainment reasons. I have quite a few questions, actually, but uh, first thing I want to say about this episode is, was very intense. I found it really intense this episode. I was cooking downstairs and I was kind of letting things burn. And I was going, <laughs> "Oh my god! Oh my god!" You know. So it has uh, been a while since you listened to oh, it. Oh, it's yeah. been ages since yeah, I listened to yeah. it. But to listen to it for when you're listening out for kind of word errors or you know changes and things, it's yeah. not the same as listening this to kind it of like editorial this. listening. So there's loads of questions, but I suppose I'll start with, with the big questions. The big questions first. So okay. the first question is: Go um, ahead. Why did you choose to move the story from? Spain to London? Uh, 
Okay, um, partially it was to keep things interesting, you know, in the story. Um, mm. You know, uh, a change of scene, basically, I felt was a, a good way of doing this. When I when I first came up with the idea of Underwood and Flinch, we were living in Spain. Mm. We were living in, in a white village, much like Almacena in the story. Yeah. Uh, and that, store, uh, that place, sorry, was called Olvera. In uh, Cadiz, yes, it was Cadiz. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was on the kind of the it was sort of on the border, wasn't it? The border yeah, of Seville, kind of near border of Malaga. Ronda, that yeah, sort of yeah. Area. But it, it was it was um, it was actually in um, Cadiz, and uh, so that was that was the 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 setting for the first story, and that's where I based it. Mm. You know, because I I had this. I was living there, you know, so I was able to describe it. I was yeah. able to kind of get the feel of it, etc. Um, but by the time I kind of came to the end of Underwood and Flinch One, mm. uh, and I was looking at, at, at writing a sequel, uh, and I started coming up with the idea of of what ultimately became Underwood and Flinch Underground, we were living in Dublin. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, and I initially thought I would call it the Dublin Vampire. Mm. Um, and I was living there, so I could easily research, you know, anything mm. or anywhere I wanted to to set yeah, the story. It was very overcast, wasn't it? A lot it, of the time. It was, yeah, yeah. 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 It would be a great place for a vampire to live. Yeah. Um, but instead of writing the Dublin vampire, I started writing uh, the the second volume of Underwood and Flinch, mm. which was Underwood and Flinch: Blood and Smoke. I went instead for a kind of a, a historical backstory yeah. story instead of a, a contemporary story. That was the path I decided to follow. And it wasn't until I'd finished that story and that podcast that I then mm. went with the the what was the Dublin vampire. But now we were living in England. That's uh, right. We'd we, moved back. Hadn't exactly. We, yeah. We'd moved back to England. We were just we were living just outside of London. 2010, 2011. 2011. Like yeah, yeah. We moved back. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, and so I couldn't have said it in Dublin anymore because mm. obviously I could I could remember stuff, but. Um, one of the one of the most obvious sort of reasons not to do that, besides the fact that I could just go up to London and research London and and get all the sights, mm. sounds, smells, blah blah, um, was that London has an underground train network. Yeah, huge. Network, whereas yeah. whereas Dublin doesn't. Dublin hasn't got any underground train network. No, I mean I suppose the best you could do. Uh, we, there are sewers, and yeah. there's rumoured to be a few tunnels around O'Connell Street, but. Um, not really much in yeah. There's no underground city like almost there is in London. Exactly, it's like an underground yeah, city, it is. Isn't it? it is, um, and so yeah, that's why um, I I set it there. Um, you know, we we could have just carried on setting the story in Elmasina forever, mm. but I think people would have got. Uh, pretty bored with that, you know, on the listener end. And also, I think the people of Almacena might have cottoned on. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah it's a small town, isn't yeah, Exactly. It? Yeah, you know, there's yeah. something funny going on here. Um, and there's there's so many things that happen in this episode uh -huh. um, that kind of really struck me, actually, for the first time when yeah. I was listening to it. Um, the first thing that really struck me was... Um, the whole airplane scene, <laughs> everything about that, you know, it's just, I think anyone who's ever travelled on a cheap airline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, it makes you, hmm, the person who wrote this, they've definitely travelled on cheap airlines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is a real feel of that about it, which I actually really enjoyed as a listener. Un unlike flying on a cheap airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that scramble at the end where everybody gets up and gets their bag. There is and, that thing, isn't it? Well, everybody, everybody remains seated. You know, uh, because they're told to remain seated until that seat, the seatbelt buckle <laughs> yeah. light goes off. Yeah. And as soon as it does, it's like 
boom, it's like, release, it's like releasing a spring, like a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> Everybody's up and, you know, desperately, got to get my luggage out quickly. Yeah. And then, and, and then what? They can't move. <laughs> and then they go nowhere, but they're all jammed in the arm. I'm ready to go when my opportunity comes. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy, the baggage handler is outside in the rain. Oh, God, that feeling when you come back from being somewhere nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you come back to terrible weather. Yeah. Um, I, I, I particularly enjoyed that. And another thing I weirdly enjoyed that kind of detail of is um, when David gets to Brighton and uh, he gets a taxi and he stops it. There's a hardware chain in, in the UK called Robert Dias or Robert yeah. Dias. Uh, uh, Robert, they both, they yeah. both work. Yeah. And uh, he stops it there t- to uh, buy a knife that's wrapped in this impossible to get into plastic. Well, yeah, they yeah. are, aren't they? I don't <laughs> they know what, are, yeah. yeah, 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 that, yeah. Whether that's to sort of stop people going on a homicidal rampage immediately or just to save people from, <laughs> you know, the knife slipping loose and cutting yeah, their bag it's open. Like, but I mean, even you know, if you're born a nail file, it's in that like impossible to open package or a yeah. toothbrush doing yeah. that as well. You know, I just enjoyed, I chuckled at those details. But um, anyway, so we'll get into the really intense part of the episode. Okay, yeah, yeah go. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lisa, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah Lisa, Lisa dies in this episode mm. and it is really traumatic to listen to. And like, obviously, it's very traumatic for the character. Um, but what prompted you to, um, you know, Kill her off. Um, well, I, the thing with Lisa was she she was already well. There's a couple of factors, isn't there? Mm. I needed David to come back to England, right? And he could have done that for a bunch of reasons, uh, but uh, I wanted uh, you know continuity to the original novel, right? <clears throat> um, and Lisa as a character was already out of the story. She exited uh, very early on in the first book, mm. um, and she wasn't. You know, she wasn't a character of any importance. You know, I never had any plans to return her because mm. I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want David to have a girlfriend in tow. Mm. If she had continued on in the story, it yeah. would have complicated. It would have. It would his, have. Com- it would have complicated his story. The story. I mean, there's already enough story. In, yeah, in, there's a in lot the of book. story in there. Yeah. And you don't really need. Yeah. Um, somebody else. Poor Lisa, though. She did die horribly. She did. Yeah. yeah. But that's. Horror stories. That's for you. a horror story <laughs> for you, isn't it? You know. Yeah, um, I suppose you can't have her drifting off in her sleep, really, no, can you? You know, no. yeah, that wouldn't F- be very quietly fading out. Yeah, no, that's not going to really work. Of course, obviously, it's given David an axe to grind now as well. Oh yes, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's given you know, it's given him. Um, someone's killed his girlfriend. It's given him motive. Yeah. Well, he's kind of killed his girlfriend, but, you know, someone well, yeah. caused that chain so, of events. Some, someone yeah. caused that to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. very traumatic for poor David, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found that really... <laughs> Especially at the end, you know, and she's just kind of basically a burning, crispy pile. Crispy, yeah, crispy snack. How did, how did you feel <laughs> about her? How, how did you feel about her death? And How did I feel about, how, yeah. how did I feel about her death? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind, you know. Oh. She, she was... Um, <laughs> A minor character, right? In yeah. in in the first book, mm. so I I didn't bond with her, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't really hugely invested in her as yeah. a person, uh, and so you know she 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 was relatively easy to to dispatch. Oh God, the gods are so cruel. You being the I, god, in I, this I, case. I know, but um, oh, I, I I didn't mind harsh. that. You know, sometimes sometimes it's difficult. You know, to get rid of 
characters. It, mm. it depends on how invested you are in them. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, and um, what about killing characters in general? I mean, you know, do you? Well, yeah. To to that point, in the first book I wrote, mm. um, one among the sleepless. God, many years ago, we're twenty twenty something years ago yeah, now. Yeah, twenty two. Twenty. Yeah, it is more than twenty one like or twenty two yeah. years ago. Um, when I wrote that. There are a couple of characters in there who die, and they die badly. Mm. And uh, I, I remember by the by the time the first character who dies dies, um, <laughs> I, I I would I'd grown really quite fond of him, you know, because yeah. I you know I I'd been him, I'd been in his head, I'd been moving him around, and you know, getting him to do yeah. this and getting him to do that. And when he when he died, you know, the the murder takes place from kind of his point of view. Uh, and it was just horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible for me. And it was obviously horrible for him yeah. that he doesn't exist. Um, and then again, later on in the story, uh, another character had to die. And I wasn't particularly, uh, you know, I didn't think um, invested in him, you know, relatably speaking. Mm. But again, when he died, I was just really cut up by it. You know, this strange watery stuff was flowing from my <laughs> my eyes, and you know, what is this? Yeah, I suppose you know it's like being um, a god or a serial killer. You know, oh. the first one's always the most memorable, and then yeah. it all becomes a bit blasé after that. But I did, I, you know, for the first one especially, and yeah. but both the first one especially, I really cried. Yeah, you know, it was it, it was very upsetting for me yeah yeah well i mean you say you don't know the characters but you do know them because they spring from your head they do and, so, you and, know, and, and, and to a certain degree you know. there's always going to be something of you in all of these people yeah. i think yeah um yeah, 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 I can see aspects of you in virtually all the characters you write, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Only the yeah. nice ones. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't say that either. But um, yeah, I'd say there's a lot of um, you in all of these characters that goes right. across the board, you know. Okay. So um, do you have any more questions, Pauline, um, I, about that episode? I don't have any more questions from me about that episode because I know that episode quite well. You I do, yeah. And, and, you, you know, yeah. obviously you speak to me, yeah, and, you know, away from the yeah. microphones. And I know the rest of the story as well. Yeah, so, yeah, so you know. Um, but well, what would be great is if mm. anyone out there has any questions, I would love to read them out. Yes. Because um, it's always interesting to hear another person's perspective. Because, another person's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah on this. So, mm. um, and Indeed, that's absolutely yeah. very, very so desirable. if somebody has questions, they can contact you where? Well, uh, th this would be for, for Underwood and Finch Season 3, Episode 3. Yeah. So if you've listened to Underwood and Finch Season 3, Episode 3, and you've got any questions about it, like why did you do that? Or, you know, why, 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 yeah. why, why, Mike, why? Then, or what? Uh, or what even? <laughs> yeah. uh, then do please uh, send them in to me. You can do so um, via Twitter. Hello there. Sorry, it's me here interrupting uh, during the editing stage to let you know that now you don't have to use social media if you want to send me your questions uh, because I've only gone and got myself an email address for my website, haven't I? Yeah. So you can email me uh, at this address, mike at mikebennettauthor.com. Simple, isn't it? So just contact me there if you have any questions about Underwood and Finch Season 3, Episode 3, and Pauline will read your questions out to me in the next episode. Bye-bye. 
Okay, um, so then, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic month. Uh, but until then, uh, it's Pip Pip and Cheerio from me. And it's Bye Bye from me, and I'm off to put the Japanese champagne on ice. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Excellent. <laughs> Woohoo. Fantastic. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that already. Mm. It's not every day you've been married for 20 years. No, it's not every day. 20 long years. 20 glorious, grueling, long, harrowing, <laughs> nerve shredding <laughs> years. Yeah, and that's just me. Okay. Well, that's it. Thank you and farewell. Bye. And the music you're listening to is Rolling at Five by Kevin McLeod. For more information, please visit incomptech.com or check the show notes where there will be information and a link. Oh, yes. And lastly, for those people who are still listening at this stage, you may be interested to know uh, that at my Instagram page, Mike Bennett Author, I've posted a couple of pictures from mine and Pauline's wedding 20 years ago. So if you want to see those, go to instagram.com forward slash Mike Bennett author and there you'll find them and while you're there I'd be honoured if you would follow me thank you